Hi, Niccolo. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. I think for people that may not know who you are, can we start with some background, how you got into property and, and how you ended up in London? Absolutely. How did I get into property? I think I've got to credit two people and a place for getting into property. The first one is that my mom's an architect and so instilled in me the love for, for beautiful buildings. It then helped the fact that I grew up in Rome with a building spanning 2,000 years and some of the most iconic and incredible buildings in the world. And I think that helped uh, quite a bit. And lastly, I want to also credit uh, who I always say is my mentor in real estate, Alessandro Cairati Crivelli, with, uh, who, who was the guy that you know, gave me my first opportunity in, in, in real estate after I had um, been in finance for, for nearly 15 years. So those are the place and the people that, that, that shaped my, my love for, for real estate. And then uh, you ended up at Northacre as the CEO. Absolutely. Then after Alessandro, I, I, in 2013, I got the incredible opportunity to, to run Northacre that I had always admired from afar because of the incredible uh, developments that I had done over, over at that point a 25-year history. And, uh, and I was excited to be part of its next chapter. And on Northacre, could you just elaborate a little bit on the story? So I guess probably the past, sort of the present and where you're heading, like the ethos a little bit more on, on Northacre as a, as a company? Yeah, Northacre is, is, is quite a unique uh, developer, first of all, because of, of its DNA. It's got a true uh, design DNA because the person um, that, that founded it, uh, Klaus Nielsen, is, is an architect by, uh, by trade. And so whilst a lot of developers are started by ex-surveyors or finance people and so on, he started it from, you know, I want to create and, and restore beautiful buildings where people are going to love to live in. And, uh, and, and so North Acres developments have been different, have been places that people are really loving to live in, and, and, and it's done it for 30 years, so really pioneers in the space of high-end residential. You know, we, we, we talk about high-end residential now, in, you know, in saying it in 91, 92 is, is very different. And so in saying that, how would you, you, know, how would you describe what, what makes a North Acre development so special or unique? To put it in a, in a very simplistic way, there, there are several aspects, right? The, the first one is, is understanding what buildings can become really, really special, right? It's not always obvious. And that is from restoring old buildings, but also to finding a plot of land where you think it, you can create something iconic. That's, that's one thing. Secondly is designing something that people are going to love to live in, right? Understanding your final customer is really, really, really important. And... Uh, and, you know, it's, it's taken us decades to figure that out. So it's, uh, it's not something that happens uh, overnight, especially at the high-end space. Um, it's even more difficult. So those are the two, those are the two main aspects that I think make, make Northacre special. And, and thirdly, I think, is also the effort that we put in uh, these developments, the attention to detail and the labor of love that goes into it. You know, Palace Street is in the making for seven years, right? They are complex, they're difficult. You know, many people would give up 10 times over, but you know, through perseverance, we create something that is special. Yes, and I think um, if you're talking about number one, Palace Street, how would you say it compares then to what you've done in the past with sort of from a historical development perspective? No. One of my shareholders not long ago said, would you redo a Palace Street? <laughs> right? 
<laughs> and and the answer is, you know, is it, it's been an incredible journey. It's been seven years of some of the most complex issues to solve, but we are so looking forward to seeing the final result, and we are we are we're so proud of what we're that we're crafting that yes, I would do it again, but by no means is it simple. And um, you're getting nearer the end anyway now. Getting I'm nearer to the end. There. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, so if we look at, you've also now moved into the world of new build and your first mixed use development. So what, what prompted this change and uh, what are you most excited about with this new development at uh, the Broadway? Well, you know, as you know, we're, we're known for uh, repositioning historic buildings, right? So this is a departure for us, but, you know, it stemmed from the fact that there was an opportunity to acquire 1.7 acres of land in, in the heart of, of Westminster, stone throw from five UNESCO World Heritage Sites, right? When you get the chance to do that. And then from there, we, we said, you know, where is residential going? How do people want to live in the future? And I think creating a mixed-use scheme that created a vibrant new quarter in the heart of Westminster was a one-in-a-lifetime opportunities. Hence why it's mixed-use and, and hence why it's, it's you know, we, we ventured into a new building completely. And with both your developments, I, I presume there's um, an appeal from international buyers. What do you think that appeal, why is it, why is it appealing to international buyers? Well, I think, first of all, it's in London, right? Let's, let's not take all the credit. I think the first part is that it's in London. People love London, you know, throughout cycles, right? Um, if you think about it, we have had a bear market in, in London residential now for nearly 70 months. It's the longest that we can that we can remember, uh, and as, and the longest that actually any chart goes back to. First of all, and still now though, London is is looked upon one of the most incredible cities in the world. You know that uh, has an in, an incredible lifestyle, education, and and people around the world want to have a home here. So that's the first part, London. And second, we want to take a little bit of credit as well in that our developments are. Uh, our past developments are loved by everybody. They are full. People live in them. People enjoy living in them. And, uh, and people know about this. So uh, the international clientele, you know, we're one of their first stops. Yeah. I guess there's, there's quite a lot of boxes that, that you tick being um, in um, prime central London. Absolutely. And even with this sort of global health uncertainty uh, in the UK, you know, how do you think the international market and even, you know, the, the central London market will sort of respond to this, this current circumstance? I mean, it's, it's, it's a very difficult question to answer for the simple reason that it's, it's, it's a bit unprecedented, right? It's very different to the, to the financial crisis of 2009 or any other financial crisis that we've had in the last few decades. It's very difficult to understand how we're going to come out of it. Having said that, London will continue to be London, right, first of all. So I am positive because we're in the right place. And I am also uh, positive because I know that what we are developing are two fantastic developments. So um, I think that we're very well positioned, Northacre, as, as a brand to, to take advantage of when we start coming out of this. Yes. And you know, when is that going to be? Is it in, in two months, six months? One year, it's very, very difficult to, 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 to tell. But I don't think that the positioning of London uh, on a global scale will, will change because of what's going on now. Yeah, there's always, there's always the appeal, isn't there? People still want to, want to live here. 
Yeah. Uh, and there's been talk of that the perception of a home has become more valued now through this because, you know, I think we, I, was, I was talking to Natalia Meyer, which we'll come to a bit later, but she was saying just from an interior design perspective that the thought of how space is, is going to change, how you design around space, views, that people have this sort of different value of the home now. So do you, do you feel that that may work in your favour? No, absolutely. You know, I'm a great admirer of, of, of her work. And, and she's totally right. We were discussing that not, you know, when it was literally the beginning of, of this pandemic, you know, and how, how are we going to craft apartments slightly differently? And for example, the show flat that we're, we're doing together, you know, we do have a small a corner for, for a home office, right? So I think this pandemic is going to change how we live, but how we work quite a bit. I think, first of all, you're going to have some of your office world in your home. Right. But I also feel that the office spaces that we will want in the future will need to feel much more like homes as well. And so the dislocation between the two will will be much less than it was now. And it's going to be much, much less blur between the two. Mm. And I guess you specialize in the whole living experience, don't you? So that's becoming even more important than just buying. Absolutely. Well, I already, you know. I would hope that we don't have to change that much of what we're doing because we've had thought things through already in a certain way, right? That we create already exceptional homes. Now, do we have to slightly alter because things because of how people might be living them in the future? Probably yes, right? The home office is one example, right? Creating something that is special, uh, that is slightly more cocooned, that it is at home but it isn't, is, is, is something that we'll obviously spend a lot of time looking into. Mm, remote working is going to have to be factored in sometimes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so just on Natalia Meyer, so great news, she's been selected as the interior designer for the show apartment at Number One Palace Street. Can you elaborate on why you selected her? Mm -hmm. Many reasons. First of all, we've seen a lot of the work that she's done in the past because we've known her for a long time and, it's, and she's got great design flair. I also believe that her design flair fit very well with, with Palace Street and, and the Palace Street building itself of the five because of the type of architecture that it has. So we felt it was, it was a good combination. And um, we liked, uh, we liked, her proposition was the one that actually for us worked, worked much, much better than anybody else's. We, we spoke to a lot of people, but from the beginning, we saw that hers was by far the best proposition. She's a very inspirational lady, isn't she? We've just recently done a podcast with her that everyone can have a listen to, but she really does think about every element in space and um, she seems pretty excited about it all. I think it's going to be an exceptional show flat when it's done in, in early July. Mm. She said to me, actually, that she often sits down to have a look at the view and why you would be sitting there and looking out the window. And um, she said it's quite different for once to think that someone will be looking over the Queen's Garden. <laughs> so she might have, to have a, they may have to sit down and have a nice cup of tea. Palace Street is a, is a unique development. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I guess finally, what's the first thing that you might do um, when you get out of lockdown? <laughs> well, I think it's definitely to see my kids. I haven't I haven't seen them uh, since uh, the 9th of March, so it's 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 way too long. But uh, they've been in a beautiful place and you know away from it all. Uh, but now it's time to come home. Yes. So I, hopefully very very soon. Yeah, I think we're all ready to sort of get get back to business and and, and escape, flee, aren't we? Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we'll hopefully speak to you again soon as we get nearer the launch of the Number One Palace uh, Show Apartment. I look forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.